0: sanguine yeah we are a community of faith that are optimistic we are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith so welcome so excited you're here today Hello, you awesome Sanguine community. You guys are probably wonder why do I always laugh? Because when I think of you and when I say Sanguine and just the imagery of those of you out there that are listening and those of you that I get engaged with on Friday nights, it just brings so much joy to my soul, to my mind, to my spirit. All those things that comprise Tom Baldwin brings joy because... Ah, I just, I love you guys because you just, you think outside of the box. You live outside of the box. You have passions that are outside of the box and you don't go to church because you are the church and you make a difference. You're not waiting for someone else to make a difference. You're not waiting for someone else to do something. You're not waiting for someone to tell you what to do. You have desires and passion. If you're on the fence about that, just take this as a permission to go for it, to explore, to find. Those things that just fill you up, and many of you have discovered that which does bring fullness and life and light, and that is a relationship with the ancient lover of our souls. Yep, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father, and like I say, if you're on the fence, well, sit there and observe, because There's no pressure here. It is just invitation. But just let me tell you, if you decide, you can come in as quick as a heartbeat and you just say, Jesus, I realize I've come up short that your standard is perfect and that I have, although it's a funny word to me, sinned, not got it right. And I accept that you are bearing the weight and burden of my sins away like the Old Testament scapegoat. I don't even know what the Old Testament is, but that's what Tom's saying. So I'll just go with it. And you accept that and you ask for his forgiveness. Boom, you're in and you're done and you're off the fence and you're in a great adventure of mystery and intrigue, discovering the depths of someone that loves you beyond your wildest imagination. So welcome in. If that's you and yep, it can happen that quick. Some of you, even those believers out there, you overthink things way too much and I'm part of that. So there's no condemnation here. It's just realizing that uh, some of the things we've learned just don't necessarily serve us well in some instances. And so that's okay. We're We're not here to condemn. We're here to improve, get better, discover the wholeness, The God, the awesome God has for us, the Holy Spirit who is leading and guiding us into wholeness and health. We are discovering that. And so all of those, (laughs) all of those of you out there and thanks so much for sharing this podcast. If you know someone and uh, you've listened, you know that I'm fairly safe for those on the fringes and those people that it's like, I don't know if they would listen. Just dare them to listen to this and uh, I'll deal with the consequences. I want to reach those that have been hurt or they're just maybe have been under spiritual abuse or something like that. It's like I want you to come in and find wholeness. So if you know people like that, please, please, please share this podcast. Yes. That would be fantastic. I want to reach those people and you reach them too. You do your part and which I know you will. I don't have to preach to you because you guys already are awesome. I just like, yeah, I don't know. I get on, get on a one way street. Sometimes it's hard to get off. <laughs> hey, you guys know I always appreciate your feedback and uh, your uh, communication at 406 big t at gmail.com. And yeah, I am working on a website that it will be sanguinfaith.com and it should be fun. Yeah, I just, I want to build a community where we can uh, communicate a little more and that we can have interaction, not just between me and you, but between you and you. And just, I, I wonder, you know, as we're thinking outside of the box, what things could happen, what things could change. One of the fantastic things about being a Christ one, a Christ follower, part of the kingdom of God, all those terms are descriptions is that with him, it is infinite possibilities. And some of you, you just can't get your head around that. Well, it's okay if you get it around half of that. That's half of infinite possibilities is great. Just work on getting around the rest of it. But oh, everything, there are just so many possibilities of good outcomes with him. Well, welcome and enough of the intro. <laughs> if you guys are wondering if I'm still scratching my bug bites a little yeah it was a fantastic camping trip with the local community here and i just encourage you if you're out there and you have some community out there go do something fun together it is such a blessing and it draws us closer together it's like it's my it's is camping my favorite thing no i'm more of a backpacker and this is camping you know where we all pull our little homes and our tents close together closer than when we live in a neighborhood and uh, we, you know, the idea is to get away from everybody. But truthfully, we're closer. But it is fun in a community. It's like no matter what you think, just hanging around is fun. And so, yeah, do I like every aspect of it? No. Do I love the community? Absolutely. Beep. <laughs> hey, this is a commercial because. Thomas Ward and wants more creative outlet. And so, since the Sanguine podcast doesn't necessarily advertise anything, or it w- will it ever advertising? I'm just gonna make up these funny little interludes. And so, this one is: avoid bad religion and controlling people. Faith should be fine, and if you feel controlled, or manipulated, or used, it's not right. So, avoid bad religion and be a part of sanguine why because it's no obligation you listen to a podcast that's encouraging you in a walk of faith and prodding you to do your own research so that sounds good right and plus i always want more friends now we return you to tom and hopefully he's got some enthusiasm today So we've been on the armor of God. And yes, you guys know that it's in Ephesians chapter six, unless this is your first podcast. And if it is welcome, we are talking about the armor of God. And what is that? It is those things which are outlined in scripture that are designed to protect us and give us what we need to make advances on the enemy's territory. You're like, whoa, we have an enemy. We sure do. And what is his weapon? Well, one of his biggest weapons is sin, because sin is is like getting shot with a little blob of death it kills that which it comes in contact with and so the armor of god is designed to protect us and so today i want to talk about the piece that's called the helmet of salvation and it's that which goes on our head and i think we're gonna i'm gonna hit some topics today that maybe are gonna be relevant to you and you've thought about you're like what is the helmet of salvation well a helmet what does it do it protects your head like workers wear it construction work workers wear hard hats so if things drop that it absorbs most of the impact so they can survive because you know your brain is really important if your brain gets scrambled it's just like someone dropping something on your computer and it no longer works it's like you have to To protect that thing on a motorcycle, same thing—a helmet protects you. So if you have a wreck and your head hits the ground, that it protects you. And so in the scriptures, when it talks about a helmet and it talks about salvation, you're just like, wow, that's kind of weird. Salvation and salvation is kind of a weird word, but it is, you know, it basically means being saved. Like when someone says, "Oh, you, you're my salvation," you save them from some terrible thing by some actions you've done, and so their own perception that you have done a great service and so as jesus has saved us from the weight and the burden of sins that we are unable to make right we have salvation we have freedom and so as our minds when you do something you often know and so many of us do this but with our words it's like dude why you're so stupid dude why'd you do that how come you can't get anything right well salvation and especially in regards to sin or mistakes When you put that on, the helmet of salvation says, Oh, dude, somebody's already taken care of that for you. Oh, you don't have to condemn yourself. So one of the things that the helmet of salvation does and is designed to do, and sometimes we thwart the efficiency of the helmet of salvation, is that when the enemy comes in, and I'm just going to tell you, I believe most often it isn't the enemy. I believe it's our own voices when we come in and we condemn ourselves and we berate ourselves for not getting it right and how come we couldn't get it right what the helmet of salvation does and what it's designed to do is to like filter or protect or keep those things out because it has already been taken away by jesus and that as we put on the helmet of salvation it is almost like i i think of it and some of you may not like this But as communion, we remember again what Jesus did. And so as we condemn ourselves, we realize that therefore there is no longer any condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so those things that come to our mind that would cause us to lose identity or that would cause us to shrink back from the fight because we don't think that we're worthy And the condemnation often comes in. I mean, sometimes the enemy does feed that, but oftentimes he just has to say a little word and we just take off with us. And so the helmet of salvation filters those things out or it almost like eradicates it as it comes in and the water is muddied. It's like it comes in there as a chemical reaction and just clears the water. So the thoughts are clear and the focus is clear because you're in a battle. And so you can't have muddied like unfocused thoughts you must have clear and focused thoughts so as you put on the helmet of salvation and part of that i mean the way that you do that is that you constantly remember what jesus did that he saved you and those things that you're berating and you're condemning yourself no longer have any validity in your life so the helmet of salvation is absolutely critical for you to be able to focus clearly and effectively So also what happens is the enemy, what he does to us, he comes in and he causes us to doubt our salvation. He's like, dude, are you really saved? And the enemy can be very persistent in that. And again, I believe the enemy starts this and then our mind grabs hold of this. And those of us that are doubters that have doubts, this just grows like a weed. Well, how do I know that I'm really saved? I remember doing that, but was I really saved? Did I really have enough faith? How how can I be sure? Yeah some of you are just like oh Tom do you have do you have the answer because I totally deal with that and some of you deal with the other side it's like you have always felt that there is some dark or blackness there and i've talked about this before and this is really common this is something the enemy does to us or even our own minds can do it because our belief of our unworthiness or things we've done in the past that are sitting way back in our psyche somewhere that have this dark like ominous thing that they put off this kind of spark by the enemy and so we doubt that and so that salvation that helmet of salvation with these thoughts they war against each other and it causes you to take off your helmet of salvation because you're doubting it it's like am i really safe so you lose your clarity and your focus well let me just tell you from my experience because i've had both of those thoughts and i've dealt with both of those thoughts and what i know is that when you speak the words whether they're in your mind or out loud And you have confessed and you have asked Jesus to take those burdens and ask for his forgiveness. And you have invited him in. Okay. And maybe you didn't do it exactly like that, but it's the gist of that. Let me just tell you and put this to rest. It is a done deal because how can you do more than that? God loves us and he desires for us to be in there. He is not going to overcomplicate this. The one that overcomplicates this, and you just have to look at the garden with his scheming and stuff because Jesus came and he was pretty straightforward. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but me. He is always straightforward. The enemy is crafty with questions and slick. And so Jesus has made it simple and clear. And if you have confessed and done that, simple and clear it is a done deal you do not have to doubt again you just have to move forward in your faith walk and walk farther from that every day into and closer to the savior in a faith walk you are getting closer every day drawing closer by reading his word and as far as the darkness i'm just going to tell you i felt that probably for 30 years of my life and i prayed about it and prayed about it And one day the Holy Spirit's just like, Tom, it is a lie. Treat it like a lie. And so the way you kill a lie is you stop feeding it. A lie is like cancer. You know what cancer loves? Cancer loves sugar. And it's one of the hardest things for so many people to give up. But if you stop feeding cancer sugar, it will die. And the same thing is true with a lie. If you stop giving it your time and attention, It will die. And you start ignoring it and you start saying what? That's not truth. That is a lie. It will die. And I don't deal with that anymore. And so those are two things I know. And I've talked to a lot of people that those are things that people are dealing with out there. And you're just like, Tom, you don't understand. It's just, I know there's something really dark. And some of you think, you know what it is. Some of you just think that you've done something that you can't even remember that's so evil. And I'm just saying I've had those feelings. Okay. Now, if you have done something like that and you know, well, the sanguine podcast, you found out that Jesus died, took those burdens of not getting it right. Whatever that thing is that you have done, he took those burdens and the weight of those burdens away. And so that's available to you. Rewind. To the first of this podcast that is for you so the helmet of salvation is for you to have clarity and focus so you don't get the waters of your mind muddled up and that your own perceptions of your value or your worthiness or your capabilities that if god calls you to a purpose he created you for that purpose and that any doubt that's in there <laughs> it is a lack of faith because God has equipped and made you for a purpose and if he calls you for that you have that and so your perceptions are not appropriate in this situation you need the eyes and the mind of christ you need the scripture that talks about being transformed through the renewing of your mind as the holy spirit comes in and renews your mind that he takes those false perception and that false imagery that isn't true to scripture and isn't true to the work of salvation and it isn't true to the transforming of the the holy spirit but have those replaced with that which is true and so the helmet of salvation helps you and it brings clarity and focus so as you put that on every day we interrupt this regularly scheduled program for a fantastic announcement if you're on the wide path to destruction good news Jesus wants to take you down the narrow path into the narrow gate that's hard to enter into this wonderful life. How do you do that? Well, on this regularly scheduled, non-scheduled program, I'm going to tell you that Jesus died and took all those guilty shortcomings that you have, and he took them away. He bore your burdens. And so, quick, down, and easy, but I recommend that you listen to previous podcasts to find the long, detailed answer, you accept the work you did, and repent for those things that you did, and beep, you're in, beep, we now return you to the regularly scheduled program. And that, that condemnation that's in your mind as you put that on, and you're just like, oh, the helmet of salvation says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Clarity and focus for the battle. That is the goal. And so, my friends, my prayer for you today is that you would understand, Holy Spirit, would you just bring your understanding that it is true as the helmet of salvation goes on, that the truth of the scriptures and many more scriptures are, therefore, there is no more condemnation for those who are in christ jesus there is no condemnation and that your view of them with the work of salvation is that they are saved and that they are in and it is time to get to action thanks holy spirit we just bless my friends and uh, guys have a great day